Hello, Craig. Hi, Craig. All right. Um, triple check real quick. Am I coming through all right? Do I sound far away or anything, or should I? You sound. You sound perfectly fine. Okay. All right. So, um, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode thirteen of the Higher Mammal Podcast. I'm your secondary host, I guess, Parker Hyena. I am your, uh, I guess, primary host, um, Barbecue Skunk, and um, I slept in too late again. Yes, yes. He uh, does not know what EST means. Yeah, I, I didn't see the EST. and uh, That's why you read I, the I whole DM. Do what? That's why you read the whole DM. Uh, I mean, it was probably like 11 o'clock at night, and I was like, I don't yeah. know what I was doing. Yeah. Well, I guess um, right off the bat, since this happened like what less than forty-eight hours ago, um, Kanye West has gone full crazy psycho. I guess is one way you can put it. Oh shit! We're gonna start off with the Kanye West shit. Is it? Is it? Is an attention grabber? Um. Yeah, and it definitely grabbed the attention of um a lot of people. Yeah. So um. Basically, I believe he was on InfoWars, Kanye West, in a full facial covering, but I think everybody knew it was him. And, uh, l- let me add, by the way, um, the facial covering he was wearing was a Balenciaga mask. And we'll also get oh. into Balenciaga later. Okay. Uh, they, uh, they, st- they sparked a little bit of controversy. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. But um, anyway. Yeah, I don't know if I actually linked that in the... Uh, in there. I mean, but, I know what you're talking we'll get, about. We'll get to Balenciaga later. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so Kanye West, um, live on InfoWars with Alex Jones, of all people, um, so what I believe was going on is Alex Jones was actually trying to give Kanye a way out. He was like, Kanye, I don't think you're a Nazi. I don't think you're a bad dude. And then Kanye just went all out and said, well, everybody has merit, including Hitler. And Hitler has a lot of merit. If I recall correctly, that's wording. Okay, can can we think of anything positive Hitler did? Because I can't think of any. I'm like, he liked dogs. Right, painter. (laughs) He liked dogs. That was about it. And he was a he was an okay painter. Yeah. Other than that, um, I think the uh, the sins outweigh the uh, outweigh the uh, the good in this case. Yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah, it, for those of you who don't know Hitler is, uh, pick up a fucking book, uh, first of all. Uh, but uh, um, this man was responsible for around 6 million deaths of Jews, homosexuals, Christians, political enemies, gypsies. Disabled people. Pr- pretty, much, pretty much anybody. And uh, we don't know exactly how many people were sent to the gas chamber or just executed by firing squad or just starved to death. But they, the, the numbers are around 6 million. Maybe not exactly. Maybe it's like give or take a couple hundred, but more or less. Yeah, really no way to count every single yeah. one. It's definitely up there. But, um, but uh, you reminded me of this funny tweet from a leftist called like Joshua P. Hill. He said, people are going to joke about Kanye. People are going to blame his mental health. But the truth is that he's normalizing Nazism for a whole lot of people. 
I know that word is overused, but folks will be Googling Hitler tonight. It's so incredibly dangerous. And my my immediate response to this is, why do you have to Google Hitler? I'm like, we, we've pretty much all known who Hitler was since, like, kindergarten. Yeah. And, I mean, this comes from someone else, but if you know who Kanye West is, but you don't know who Hitler is, that's kind of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. This, this guy was just a real jerk. I mean, that's one way to, one way to put it. He was a real jerk. Yeah, and I guess um, a little bit after that interview was released, where actually it was pretty funny, Alex Jones was just, like, stunlocked. He had no idea what to say. Yeah, probably, probably the first person in human, be- in human history to ever, like, uh, get Alex Jones, like, upset. And, yeah. Like, actually, well, not upset, but, like, uh, I think it was the first person to uh, make Alex Jones uncomfortable. I think is the good word for it. Mm-hmm. He, he was like, you could see him. He was sweating too. Oh yeah, um, and I guess a little bit after that, I do believe it was within like twenty four hours, maybe even twelve. Not too long after, um, Kanye West posted like some kind of graphic to Twitter. It was basically like the Star of David, but with like a swastika in the middle, like the uh, the lines of the star. Yeah. And I'm, like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put on my little uh, tinfoil hat right here. I yeah. do think Milo. Ha- I think do think Milo Yiannopoulos had something to do with this, and I think that like due to Kanye's bipolar, he's really easy to manipulate. And I think that Fuentes and uh, and Milo Yiannopoulos are just feeding him this like four chan bullshit, and like just I mean, feeding him like the worst parts of the internet. And like, because if you looked on the tinfoil cast when he was, um. When he was there, like the day before the uh, the Alex Jones interview, uh, he had like stormed off like twenty minutes in, and a lot of people yeah. were speculating like, was that intentional? Did he just have a mental break? Uh, but like, I, but uh, it may also be like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate here, but um, in Kanye's defense, he has had a lot of shit going on, like. A lot more than a normal person would, and like I, I do think that may that may have contributed to his uh, psychotic behavior. Yeah, like he he lost his kids, he lost his uh, his wife. Um, they they took his bank account, and when I say they, I don't mean like they they, but I mean like I I think. The way Kanye sees, I'm trying to get into his head because I know I know you're a psychology guy and all, but um, yeah, I think the way Kanye sees it is um, he picks out these like handful of people that happen to be Jewish that are giving that are like actually like kind of shitty people, and like any anyone that freezes somebody's bank accounts for um, for like political reasons, even even this was before the whole like I like Hitler shit, yeah. And the, but like they, they had freezed his uh his bank account. They took his bank account from him, and I think that was just kind of one of the final straws for Kanye. He was just like, "Oh, I see how it is," and like, "Oh, these these certain Jewish people are trying to ruin my life." And like, I don't like. Yes, I do believe there is a 
a global like cabal of elitists that are trying to take over the world, but I don't think they are just Jewish. I think it comes from a very like multicultural, multi background. Um, it's just like um, Dave Chappelle actually had a good bit about this. He was like, uh, "There's a lot of black people in Ferguson, Missouri. That doesn't that doesn't mean they run the place." Yeah, and, yeah. And Kanye was like, "Oh, there's there's like so many, there's like so many Jews in um, I think it's like Hollywood." And I'm like, "Yeah, because they live there and they seem to rise to the top of every industry they're in just because they know how to work the industry." And it it's not. It's not a necessarily a bad thing that Jews are in that Jews are in any sort of power. I mean, that could be like literally anyone. Yeah, I, I know that Tim Pool also did make a uh, a point that like a lot of these people who are say they are Jewish are like are really like atheists or like they think they're like ethnically Jewish, or then um, and then they use the Judaism label as their own like oh you can't attack me because i'm jewish even though you know i don't believe in god they don't practice like judaism and whatnot yeah yeah Uh, you know who ari shafir is no he's a uh, he's a jewish comedian but um he had a, a special earlier this year it was called jew and um hilarious hilarious guy and um but I know he he does make a reference to Kanye uh, a time or two in that, mm-hmm. and um, but it's just a really funny special that um, like kind of uh, I I guess it kind of destroys those conspiracy theories about Jews and whatnot. Like uh, the one one of the things I did find funny it was like um, if some if some they call us all they call us all goy, so like basically a, a non-believer of Jewish God. And it was like one of the, like the Torah is basically a whole bunch of hypotheticals, right? Right. And one of them is specifically um, saying like, what if a, uh, a goy, uh, somebody who's non-Jewish, comes in and throws ham into the, uh, the community soup that somebody's, that somebody's making? And, um, and instead of um, like taking out the soup or like taking it out of the soup because they can't eat ham. Um, yeah, yeah. Instead of like taking it out of the soup or just dumping the whole soup out, it has to be one sixtieth. The ham cannot be more, or I'm sorry, it cannot be more than a one sixtieth of the soup. So you have, to, you have to actually like measure it. And if it's less yeah. than one sixtieth, you can still eat it because it apparently loses its hamness. Ah, that makes sense. And so uh, he he was going like Ari Shafir was going on about like um like so we we got this one guy this one Christian friend of ours to like go and like chuck some uh some ham into the uh, into the big pot of soup took out the ham and it was like we're having ham soup tonight boy hmm. I don't know it, it's Ari Shafir does it a lot funnier than I do so yeah I guess um. Going back to Kanye, he uh, tweeted, you know, that a uh, little graphic of, you know, the uh, Star David with, I believe it was a swastika, like, entwined in the middle. Yeah. And, and immediately, 
not immediately after, but I guess that was the final straw for Elon Musk. He had Kanye suspended from Twitter. See, I can I can kind of go both ways on that. And I know it is a is a horrible, reprehensible thing that Kanye is doing and he is absolutely wrong, but I still don't think we should punish wrong think. Like I still I really hate what Kanye is saying. I find it despicable. That being said, I still think he has a right to say what he has on his mind. Like I know I mean, a lot I know a lot of people like aren't gonna vibe with that, but like as a free speech as a free speech absolutist, like that's like like that's textbook of what we of the extreme end of what we have to defend as a as free speech absolutist. Like I mean, may not like it. it's the same thing with communism too. I'm like I don't want I don't want people like tankies and Antifa like spouting their shit personally, but legally they are uh, they are allowed to do so. Yeah, I mean, the only reason he got his account nuked is because, you know, there are eyes on it. I'm sure there's a lot more people yeah. who are kind of going unnoticed. Yeah, because the advertiser, I know there was like a whole problem with like uh, Twitter losing its advertising revenue and whatnot. I yeah. do think Kanye is kind of a big, what's the word I'm looking for, um, hindrance of that, I guess is the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, all right, well, like we already are kind of low on advertisers, Kanye, and um, and like we're just gonna have to let you go because you're a liability at this point to a, to the company. Like I can understand it from that end, but like from the free speech end, like I, I I'm still not entirely okay with it. It's like yeah. I, I, I am glad that um, that Kanye was actually able to go on to Alex Jones. I'm like I. That way we can actually see like firsthand like what actual crazy looks like, what an actual Nazi looks like, instead of just everybody pointing fingers to everyone right of them, like, oh, this person's a Nazi. I'm like, Kanye is the actual Nazi. Like you wanna you wanna look at a Nazi, go look at somebody like Kanye. What yeah. You there? Whether he yeah. um, Where the fuck is the? Oh, there it is. What are we looking at? Uh. Oh shit! Do we have a timer or no? I got the timer. We're on fifteen minutes. No, okay, fifteen minutes. Do we want to st- Do we want to still keep going on the whole Kanye thing? Because like I'm. I don't know, this whole conversation is making me slightly uncomfortable because I wanted to get Levi on here to uh, to give his two cents, like, as as a Jewish person, but at the same time, I don't know if that's, like, a great idea or not. I mean, all I've heard from him so far is that he's kind of just, like, you know, like, laughter from, like, sheer appallment, if that makes sense. I think, yeah, I think that makes sense. A lot of people's reaction to it it was just like, holy shit, Kanye. Yeah, just like a whole, like, oh my god sort of deal. He might be asleep, though, when he left his computer on. Yeah. I would like to, uh, I would like to do something a little out of the ordinary. Um, uh, if you could, I would like to, uh, to, to join everybody, uh, everybody listening, even. 
in uh in a little bit of prayer for Kanye West because I he needs a lot of saving, a lot of yeah. saving. I mean, I definitely agree with you there because, like, you were kind of talking about it earlier. I mean, you don't just, I mean, definitely someone like, you know, like of his like status, you don't just magically start praising Hitler. Right. You can't just shut him out and, like, um, and, like, uh, just basically ban him from every uh, speech platform in the world. Like, no. And somebody has opinions that extreme, you need to give them a platform. So that they don't become more radicalized. You cannot shut them out and like expect them to de-radicalize themselves. Like no, de-radicalization comes from uh, combating wrong think with right think. We need to have conversations about this. We need to explain to Kanye why he is wrong, or or ask him why he believes why he why he believes what he believes. And I yeah. think more people can actually like say, "Hey, Kanye, this is not what happened." here's what actually happened and you're wrong about this, this, and this, I do think that is the best way to de-radicalize somebody. Mm-hmm. But like everybody want, like a lot of furries especially are like, we need to like silence hate speech and there's no room for hate speech here. And like every, like nobody actually wants to have a conversation with people who are supposedly having hate speech. And I think that's, and I think that's like as free speech advocates, we need to be combating hate speech with with better speech. We need to like actually open up a dialogue about this and like tell people <laughs> tell people like Kanye West why they're wrong. Yeah. Because I mean... like, it's like I know you can probably um uh, chime in from like a, a psychology standpoint, but doesn't like shutting out and like isolating uh, somebody who's doing bad, doesn't that only reinforce that bad behavior? I mean, yeah, because they're only able to interact with people from a group who like entirely right. agree with them. Right. And that's that's what an echo chamber is. That's like Kanye living yeah. in his Kanye is essentially like living in his own like little 4chan bubble. And, yeah, basically. Uh, I do kind of blame Nick Fuentes and Mylianopolis for that. Like, I know like Fuentes is supposedly a white nationalist or whatnot, and like it didn't it didn't really surprise me as much when Kanye started hanging out with Fuentes that he got uh, radicalized. Oh yeah, and um, I I think I think Kanye just needs some new friends that are like not pieces of shit. Yeah, I need some new people around him. He probably should have just listened to Alex Jones because I feel like Alex Jones is actually trying to help him, of all people, you know? Yeah, and that's fucking weird. He's like, Alex Jones, of all people, is like, I don't think Hitler was a good guy. I don't like the Nazis. I don't, I don't like what they did. And then, he, and, then he's try, and then Kanye tried to say some bullshit about, like, oh, the Nazis invented the microphone. I'm like, no, the microphone was invented before Hitler was even alive. Yeah, I think that was like no. I think Hitler was alive during the time of the microphone, but like, actually, I don't know. When was the microphone invented? I think it was invented in like eighteen thirty or something. I'm not too sure. When was the microphone invented? Oh, 1856 by Antonio Mute. 
Mutchi. Mutchi. Yeah, so like long before Hitler was even alive. So you're only yeah. allowed to do Kanye. I, I just really hope that Kanye gets his shit together. And I just, I hate to see him like this because he was such a fucking fantastic artist. Yeah, I see. Like, he just had a series of, like, major, like, fuck-ups in his life. And, like, I think it all just, like, down-spiraled into into chaos, essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there anything you can tell me about that from, like, a psychological perspective or whatnot? Well, I don't really know too much about Kanye's past. Basically, not, like, the details of it. But it does kind of... Because I did see tweets like a while back like a few months back about like some guy trying to put him on like medication that would essentially like you know yeah like a blank lithium or whatever it was yeah and he refused and i think that doctor was jewish or something and that kind of contributed to his issues which i can definitely understand him i I think the thing is he's he's run into a bunch of people he's run into a bunch of shitty people who are in hollywood who happened to be Jewish. And so he he goes and blames, he goes and looks at like that handful of people and like says, oh, it must be all Jews then that are bad. And it's like, no, it's just those shitty people. <laughs> yeah, and it's like probably people like Fuentes and Unopolis are probably yeah. him. That's yeah. what's going on here. And because he is mentally ill, of course he's going to say things like Hitler was good on like live recordings. So he's... Yeah spreading Fuentes and Yulonopolis' messages for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, would le- I would like to move on uh, to yeah, a different I subject. But, but before we do, I would, like to, I would like to say a little prayer for Kanye and, mm-hmm. uh, and his family. Oh, yeah. Lord God, thank you for thank you for giving us Kanye, but please, Lord, Help him through his struggles. Help him through into your word and see the light. Help him be a less hateful person and help him become more godly. Lord, we ask that Kanye has better mental health. We ask that he may have some friends who aren't pieces of shit. And Lord... Thank you for everything you've done and everything you will do. And we pray for peace upon this earth. And we pray that the hatred and the violence may someday go away and they will be placed by your love, your compassion, and your wisdom, low Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. So uh, that was a kind of a shitty prayer on my end. Sorry. No, I, I think it was. Good. I didn't. I didn't really script that, so that was all just kind of on the fly. No, I think it gets across the message. But yeah, it's it's sad seeing seeing Kanye devolve into what he's become, and I hope I hope he, I hope he gets the, um, I hope he gets the help he needs. Yeah, me too. Uh, speaking about Elon Musk and uh banning uh so like i will say this i don't think elon is our guy when it comes to free speech i'm like i'm i'm sorry i just 
don't think he's uh the free the free speech guru that everybody makes him out to be. Mm-hmm. But um, if there is one good to come out of like this whole like Elon blocking shenanigans, uh, Elon Musk's at Elon Musk asks for help identifying violent threats on Twitter in response to Antifa revelations. So um, yeah, if any of y'all know me, y'all are y'all may know that I am. <laughs> I am not the biggest fan of Antifa. Yeah. I, um, not really too fond of um of uh people who praise communism or Nazism. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, it looks like a lot of furries are about to get banned. Yeah. I mean like you can be anti-fascist without supporting Antifa because like you can say like oh it's an ideology as much as you want but like and, and an ideology doesn't go around in every major city and in the same uniform using the same tactics, using a lot of times with the same people. Uh, yeah. Going and like burning down buildings, burning down people's cars, killing people, and just and showing up to uh, pride events armed to quote unquote protect the the trans performer. I'm sorry, the. Uh, the the drag queens or whatever the fuck is you know they were under such threat from these violent right wing extremists. Yeah, and I mean, I can also say that the Antifa symbol is like a black flag and a red flag, which is very similar to the black and red and um to the black and red anarcho communist flag. So I feel like they're clear. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there because not not a single one of not a single person in Antifa is an actual anarchist. Yeah. We, have, we have a thing in the anarchist circles. It's called the non-aggression principle. It essentially says you will not steal, you will not murder, um, or I'm sorry, you will not kill unless it is absolutely in self-defense, and you mm-hmm. may not fraud people of their property. Antifa has done literally all of that. So the non-aggression principle by their standards is completely out of the window. So none of yeah. them and, and and you look into Antifa ideology, it's we need government to do this, we need government to do that, we need government to crack down on this. Any yeah. any anarchist and there? Like, I can hear you now. Okay, what, did it like cut out or something? Yeah, for a few seconds. But like, yeah, I think you were kind of talking about how like anarchists stick to like nonviolence. Um, let me adjust my mic a little bit. So like, um, we have a thing in the anarchist circles. It's called the non-aggression principle. Um, essentially means no, um, no hurting somebody. I'm sorry, uh, no killing somebody, do not rob anybody, and do not fraud anybody. Yeah. And um, a lot of anarchists, uh, actual anarchists, do subscribe to that uh, non-aggression principle. Antifa does not, however. They are all for violence against whoever the fuck they don't like. doesn't matter whether they're liberal or conservative or centrist. Like, they're all... They're all apparently Nazis to them. So everybody who they everybody that's not Antifa, according to Antifa, is a Nazi. Mm-hmm. But um, let me get into the actual article here. I know I was going off on a bit of a rant. 
on Thursday, this was last Thursday, uh, Twitter owner Elon Musk called for people to on the social media platform to reply if users see any issues that need to be addressed. Okay. Removing child uh, removing child exploitation is priority number one. Please reply in the comments if you see anything that Twitter needs to address. The early Thursday morning tweet tweet read. In response, the post millennials editor at large, Andy Ingo, Ingo, noted that the noted the large number of the Twitter accounts used by Antifa members and groups to incite violence that remain unbanned. That is true because there were a whole lot of Antifa accounts that still, even to this day, promote promote violence and hatred against anyone that's not um, conservative. Or, I'm sorry, anyone that's not um, communist. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, a large number of Antifa accounts operate on Twitter to promote riots, give tips on how to commit violent crimes, and post names, photos, and addresses of targets plus their family members. Uh, incitement to violence will result in account suspension, Musk stated. Yeah, family members is fucked up. Yeah. I mean, and, and, like, publicly doxing people and showing their address, like, I know somebody wanted to, like, say that that was, that that was, um, that that was not incitement to violence and that still fell under free speech. I don't know if, like, maybe I can, I can see that if, like, the info is publicly available, but even then, it's still, like, a really big gray area. Yeah, I get that. It's, like, I, I despise Antifa with every ounce of my being. However, I do think in some cases that um, the like where they keep getting shut down, I do think some of it does apply to free speech. Not not a lot of it, but a few and far in between that there are cases that um, Antifa has had their right to free speech legitimately silenced, and I'm not okay with that. It is. It is, however, um, fine to shut them down if they are actually like out there promoting violence against individuals. I'm, I am absolutely not okay with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like this whole thing of um, trying to ban Antifa because they have stupid ass communist opinions, like I'm, I'm not okay with that. Like I think everybody, no matter how fucking wild their opinions are, they need to be able to say that. Like, if, like yeah. we don't, it's, it's for the same reason we don't shut out flat earthers. Like, we don't, like, ban them for saying the earth is flat, even though it clearly isn't. <laughs> but, like, it, it's, free speech is kind of a, a, a fickle thing, honestly. Yeah. Is, is that the right word, fickle? I've been wanting to use yeah, like, that word for a long time. I have no idea what it means. It means, like, wishy-washy, iffy. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess it kind of works. Fragile. I guess but, uh, my is, like, with Antifa in general, like I was saying, like, I don't know, they do, like, clear organizing, which obviously would make them an organization. They have a obvious symbol that is very political in nature. Like I said, the black flag is, like, anarchism, and then the red flag is communism, so they have clear anarcho-communist ties. You know, anyone that says it's just an ideology is full of shit. Like, how did 
really, how does an ideology stand outside of a drag show with guns and harass everybody that tries to go and ask them why they're why they have guns for drag performers? Um, I mean, that's just one case, but yeah, um, I forget where the fuck I was going with this. I mean, like. Anti-fascism is the ideology, and I feel like most people reasonably are anti-fascist. That doesn't make them part of their organization. Unless, of course, you're Kanye West, but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like anti-fascism in itself is is an idea. Yes. Antifa, however, is a group. Very much like they have they have chapters in every city. They have, they essentially run as like, almost like a cartel or a gang. But it's like a very, it's, it's organized crime is what it is. Yeah, I mean, they just, just because they have like a name that's basically like an offshoot of the ideology, doesn't mean that Antifa is just an yeah, ideology. It's like, oh, we call ourselves the anti-bad guy squad, so we can't be bad guys. Yeah, basically. Zooptoon made a comic about that back in the day. Like, this means anti-fascism. Don't you hate fascism? And then the second panel was, of course, the swastika. And it said, this means peace. Don't you hate war? It's like, an ideology doesn't go and assault people or try to kill them or try to silence protesters on on the opposite end an ideology yeah. doesn't um burn down people's businesses or cars or try yeah. to, or try to get them assaulted or their lives destroyed like an ideology doesn't do that it's people that do that and yeah like, and I, that's I, like i've even seen firsthand antifa I'm like i was in seattle on a uh, president's day in 2019 and Oof. I see a bunch of fucking people. Um, it's me and my buddy. We're out downtown, and uh, we see a bunch of fucking like these ass clowns and like covered in all black, and uh, they're like all full on sprinting towards these uh, towards these like group of bike cops in the park. And I'm like, I was I was confused for a second because I was like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I thought they were like street performers or something. <laughs> but, um, it was like. I was like slowly putting the dots together because I saw one of them carrying like a communist flag, like a a, a Soviet Russian flag, and it was like oh, very, oh, very yeah. antifa, yeah. very yeah, anti-fascist. Yeah, like uh, I think we need to get the fuck out of here because um, I don't exactly, I wasn't exactly armed at that moment, so I wasn't yeah. about to take on like thirty people again with just my fists. I, yeah, I, I wanted to, but no, that, I don't think that would have been the smartest thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess that's another note I could say about Antifa. Their symbol is black, white, and red, which is designed to be very contrasting, so it's very eye-catching. The red is put in there kind of like, you know, as a color that gets you energized. Kind of makes you... I'm not going to say exactly violent, but it's there to, like, spark energy. And then the black and white is there to be contrasting, so it pops out. They're very clearly meant to be colors to make their symbol recognizable. It can also be compared to a handful of other various political symbols from history. I.e. the Nazi flag. And that's kind of what it's getting at. Yeah. But also, whenever they're out, they're always in like all black. They always have weapons. 
and they're always and they always cover their face. Yeah, it's very clearly an organization. Like, I'm like, if if you need, if you feel like your ideology requires you to cover your face whenever you go out in public, it's not a good ideology. It's you're probably a coward. Like I, I have the saying that like only cowards cover their face. And I know I know that's a little bit ironic coming from a fursuiter, but same difference. <laughs> yeah, I can understand it in some instances, but for the most part in America, you don't really need to worry about people specifically like tracking you down unless of yeah. course like a white lonely man who's getting yeah. like by people Suppo- like well supposedly the reason they do it is to protect themselves from doxing which yeah i don't really understand how that works considering like the only ones who ever dox people are antifa i mean like in some instances they're worried about like losing their jobs which is like very selective oh oh their their part-time starbucks job oh god forbid god i just Starbucks is not good. I don't understand why people... I, I don't understand the leftist, like, fascination with Starbucks. and like, oh, I hate, mul- I hate giant corporations, but at the same time, I love Starbucks. I love shitty coffee. Yeah, I need to, like... I got a $25 Starbucks card for my birthday. I'm like, oh, boy, I can buy three drinks with this $25. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I got a... Uh... Fucking expensive. Yeah, it's like I got a uh, like a ten dollar gift card. Um, I think it was like for Thanksgiving or whatnot at work. Like we all got like ten dollar gift cards, which which is nice. But like at the same time, I haven't been to a Starbucks in God knows how long. So, and like I mean, I'm not in that, and I just don't really drink coffee. I don't like coffee. Um, do you like lemonade? Yeah, oh, I love lemonade. Um, they have a very good strawberry lemonade. You might want to. Yeah. That actually sounds really good. (laughs) It's also like one of their cheaper drink options. Like, I'm going to say it's a $3 lemonade, which might seem shocking, but for Starbucks. $3 for a lemonade? Yeah. For like a six. That's actually really good. In this economy, that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, they have a really good strawberry lemonade. I might have to get my uh, card back from my mom then. (laughs) Yeah, that's something. But, uh, yeah, basically, like, I don't know, because, like, you see all these, like, oh, we're, like, unionized Starbucks, all this and that. Like, that, that's great, but, like, why are you so dedicated to keeping your shitty barista job? It's, like, if you went to the effort of unionizing your Starbucks, you can, like, take that experience yes. to, like, a higher managerial position if you went, if you were able to successfully unionize, you know, like even without unionization, like it's why would you work for a company that you like every day that you bitch about that you hate that like you claim doesn't pay a fair wage even though like they have some of the highest wages in the country as far as like fast food and whatnot. Yeah, and I don't know. Like maybe they just really like the craft, but at that point, and I've heard other people make this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on out of a limb and say they're just fucking lazy and don't want to find another job. I mean, you're very much probably correct, but like I can see like one or two of them just really liking the craft of making drinks. Like literally, just go to a different coffee house. Like it's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, like work for like a more private coffee house where like you yeah, know. Like go, yeah, 
you love communism and you like coffee, go work for fucking Black Rifle Coffee or some shit. Can you tell me the deal with Black Rifle Coffee? Because it seems to be like a joke amongst everybody and I don't know why. Um, so Black Rifle Coffee used to be um, like this very like conservative, like manly branded coffee. Like we uh, like they uh, they they very much gear their coffee towards like um, combat veterans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, shit like that. But um, I think back in like 2020, they uh, made a series of fuck ups and decided to side with uh, rioters in Minnesota and um, decided to throw Kyle Rittenhouse under the bus. Because like uh, I know the um the the main owner of like Black Black Rifle Coffee called like Kyle Rittenhouse a murderer or some shit. Proven it was self defense and like the people he was defending against were like absolutely abhorrent pieces of shit. Yeah, that's besides the point. Um, So Black Rifle Coffee lost a lot of their customer base after the um, after the uh, their decision on Rittenhouse. And um, yeah, they've just never really recovered. So yeah, Antifa, if you want to go, if if you're tired of Starbucks, go work at Black Rifle Coffee. I'm sure they'll take you. That's I did not know about that. Jesus. Yeah, they they alienated like pretty much all their customer base like in an instant. It was it was actually kind of funny. I see now. Damn. I know what? a lot of I know a lot of um conservatives after that like switched to like um, death like death coffee cult or whatever the fuck it's called or some other like death wish coffee or whatever. Do what? Death wish coffee. I don't know if it was like Death Wish or like Death Cult or something. I was like, it was like Death, sorry, Death Cult something. I don't fucking know. I'm not, I'm not really a coffee guy. I'm a little into coffee somewhat. I mean, I kind of, because I, I, I took that gift card to Starbucks and I got like a toasted white mocha. I specifically asked for it extra hot because I like like, you know, a hot drink. And then it got cold within 20 minutes. I'm like, these fucking people. Like, I yeah, got I'm, 5 p.m. It was not busy. Because, like, I went and got like a, I was like struggling to stay awake the other day during work and I went and got like a, um, I went and got a coffee from Whataburger. Tasted mm-hmm. like absolute shit, but I like, yeah. I, I, I couldn't get it to, like, cool down within, like, a reasonable amount of time. And, like, I came back to it after an hour. It was, like, still, like, piping hot. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. I like my drinks to go down hot. It just... Yeah, I, I, don't like, I don't like hot drinks. I don't like burning my esophagus. <laughs> That's fair, you know. Like, I don't want to burn myself either. It's just kind of, you know, I like a little bit of warmth. And I just, I just don't really feel like running back and forth on the toilet all day, so... That yeah, that's kind of why I stopped drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get why everybody likes coffee so much. It's like, all you're doing is like keeping yourself awake for maybe like 10 minutes and then you're like spending the rest of the day like back and forth <laughs> to the bathroom. I mean, I imagine some people just kind of build a tolerance to it, just like with the caffeine, but yeah. So you can actually build a tolerance up to it? I mean, you build a tolerance with all, like, addictive substances. You just kind of need more of it as time goes on. I do feel like caffeine is kind of on the slower end of tolerating it. It must, it must be caffeine that I can't stand. Because, like, I was, I was drinking that, um, that Ultra Sunrise the other day, the one that you hate. 
Uh-huh. And um, like I couldn't finish. I could only finish like half of it. It was like I started like feeling like my stomach was all like fucked up after it. And it was just like felt like shit. I felt like groggy. Yeah. And then you have to consider like, I love I love it because it tastes fucking delicious, but at the same time it's like I don't like the after effects. Yeah. And you have to consider, you know, there's a bunch of other shit in Monster too, specifically. Yeah. Yep. All those other things they put in whatever energy drink. I will say though, um, the monster coffees are actually pretty tasty. Yeah, my dad loves getting those, like the uh the Java salted caramel, whatever the fuck it is. Like my dad loves that. Yeah, I like the vanilla and the uh, Irish specifically. Oh, yeah, I forgot they have an Irish cream. Oh, it's very good. I think I tried the Irish cream once, and I was like, this is really gross. Oh, fair enough. I was like... like everything. It's weird, because, like, the only coffee that I've ever had that I, like, absolutely loved was, like, the fucking MRE uh, Irish cream cappuccino that came in, like, that I got in like one time in basic and like hid in my locker because we weren't because we weren't allowed to like bring food up to the bay or whatever, but like a whole bunch of people did anyway. Yeah. But like that was yeah. like the best fucking that was like the best coffee I've ever had. And it was just like some shitty like cappuccino mix, like add water and like shake it up a bit and then boom, there you go. You got a fucking instant coffee. But like I mean, that that's was kind like, of the that's kind of the issue with Starbucks is that like coffee is simple and like the simpler it is, the better it tastes usually. Oh yeah, you'll you'll have these fucking suburban white moms that go in and be like, "I want a venti upside down caramel macchiato with fourteen shots of like espresso cancer sugar, whatever the fuck." <laughs> and it's like they have like a a fucking list a mile a mile and a half long of the shit they want in their coffee. And it's just like, at what point does it not become coffee? It's just like a smoothie with a bunch of shit in it. I mean, my favorite thing from Starbucks is an iced coffee with milk and classic syrup. Mm. They can never fuck that, that up. That, well, I don't know. Because, like, you'd be surprised at how easily some of them can fuck shit up. Yeah. Um, 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 I guess going off of coffee, unless you had anything else to say about Elon Musk banning, you know, Antifa's. Um, I did want to say, did you watch the, uh, the Joe Rogan link I sent you? The Joe Rogan on furries? I did not get to it, did you? Uh, I watched it the other day, and, uh, I think it just kind of covers, like, a lot of the shit we were talking about in previous episodes. Like, there was apparently one parent that, like, wanted her, uh, her kid to have, like, a litter box or whatever at her school. And then, like a whole and that bunch was of going to be a hoax. Yeah, that that turned out to be a hoax. But like, I don't know. They're just kind of making fun of furries, and I'm like, it, some of their criticisms are like legitimately valid. But at the same time, it's like they didn't actually like understand why those criticisms were valid. Around. Yeah, it's just it's like, ew, look at these furries, ew. I, but I don't know. Uh, the guest he was with apparently. Um, was in uh, Pittsburgh around the time Anthrocon was going on, so he was like, he got a full like front seat to the uh, the whole like because I I know they have like an outdoor parade they do, yeah, and it's fucking weird too because like the Greyhound where I got robbed is like less than a block away from the DLCC. DLCC is that where the yeah Anth- yeah the David Lawrence Convention Center where the uh, oh, the yeah. held. 
Because like you can literally see like you it's literally just across the street from the Greyhound. How the fuck did I end up getting mugged here, but like nobody ever has like problems during Anthrocon um about like I don't Well actually I guess I guess I did kind of explain my own question because it was like two o'clock in the morning and like Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, I was not in the best of mental states right then, so like I was kind of uh I was kind of dumb. Well, you know, like at two o'clock in the morning during Anthrocon, it's probably just a bunch of people having sex. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> um, I guess that leads us into our um, our MFF debacle. Yeah, Midwest Fur Fest is held from December first to December fourth, so I guess it's actually going to be wrapping up tomorrow. Shit. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any listeners who are attending MFF? I hope you are having a fun time. However, uh, I will say from an out- from an outsider's perspective, I'm not a fan of MFF. I'm not a fan of fan of MFF for multiple reasons. Like I do not like MFF at all. Never yeah, been, like- and I don't think I ever will because of their uh, vaccine requirements. Yeah, not not only that, but like apparently there's like I've heard any time from like 39 minutes to upwards of four hours waiting in line to prove they're vaccinated. Yeah, I've I've actually got a series of tweets here from MFF. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attendees, you do not need to register your registration, or you do not need your registration bad to attend Thursday events. However, you must complete a vaccine check. Vaccine check will start noon Thursday. After you receive your wristband, you can attend all Thursday events. Badge check resumes Friday. And yeah, vax check opens at noon and registration at time shown. Please do not congregate or attempt to form lines any sooner than 30 minutes. Before either opens, as a reminder, a vaccination wristband or a badge is required to attend any Thursday events. Hmm. And keep in mind that you are required to wear a mask in all event spaces and while completing vaccine check. I think a lot of people, like, specifically had a problem with the whole, like, mask thing. Because, like, nobody's fucking masking at this point, let's be honest. It's just ridiculous to me. Like, you're the biggest furry convention. And like, you're just- like COVID is COVID is over. Like even fucking Joe Biden said it like a, a month or two ago. Like COVID is COVID is over. We're, we're just kind of living with it at this point. COVID has regressed to the point of being like a common cold. If you have a common cold, you stay home. Same thing with COVID. It's just it just pisses me off that like it's very aggravating. They've they're vaccine related, but it's just like personal issues I have with FFA, and it's like there's no fucking cons left that I can go to. Uh, like, Megaplex in Florida has no vaccine requirement. Oh, Megaplex in Florida. Okay, so one con that's like halfway across the U.S. for me. I mean, you're in Texas. It's not too. Uh, yeah, but even then, it's like it's like I don't know anybody other than maybe like you and maybe like a couple other people that would ever attend like Megaplex. I do want to try and get to Megaplex. I would really hope to have my suit by then, but like I would I would love to go to Stratosphere except their their entire staff is like full of Antifa pieces of shit, so 
Yeah. Like they're they're still illegally requiring the um vaccine mandate and the and the mask mandate. Yeah. Like it it I know like I really wanted to get Lifty on cuz I know he would like he would like fly off the rails about that and like he he gets a lot more passionate about it than I do. Yeah, definitely. I can imagine why. Yeah, it's just like I like isn't he like a very long-term long-time furry? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, he's been in. He's been in longer than me. So, well, yeah, well over a decade. It just must fucking suck for all these like furries who just can't go to fucking conventions anymore because of this bullshit. Like I've you seen, know, like even even if you have like a medical exemption, they don't fucking care. Like they're not gonna like, oh, you can't come here because you're not like quadruple vaccinated and you're not and you and you have to wear a mask like twenty four seven even while you're like alone in your room. And that's another thing, though, is, like, like, we know damn well what furries are doing in their rooms. And, like, we, yeah. know, they're, we know they get to some nasty fucking, especially at MFF. But nobody has required any sort of uh, precaution for, um, for, like, safe sex or anything. But, you know, God forbid you, like, accidentally, like, yawn on somebody. And, like, God forbid everybody's going to fucking die of COVID and... Uh, the con's gonna get shut down and blah 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 blah. And just, and it's think just that's fucking ridiculous at this point. The thing that's most offensive to me is the fucking booster requirement. That's just absurd to me. Oh, where did they have the booster requirement at? Uh, oh, you yeah. said the tweet. Yeah. Yeah, MFF is still requiring boosters per our COVID policy. Yeah, their their COVID policy um, does not follow CDC guidelines at all, so that was total bullshit to begin with. They're like, they're like, oh, we're just going to follow CDC guidelines unless CDC guidelines says something the the uh, the chairman doesn't like, and then in which case we're just going to do our own fucking thing. Yeah, it's just like nonsensical. It's just like it goes against what even like the democratic government is I'm saying. Willing, I'm willing to even go out on the limb here and say that it's a human rights violation. Like, I know, I know, it's a bit silly to think that oh, like the fur con is infringing is infringing upon your human rights. But like at the same time, like you have a right to privacy, you have a right to your own body, you have a right to put whatever you want in your own body, and not apparently to MFF though, because like if you want to even like attend the fucking, like even if you want to go to like the hotel, like I know a lot of people are like ghosting um, MFF this year because of the uh, because of the vaccine bullshit. And um, I, I just am happy to see that a lot of people are, like, starting to wake up to this shit and be like, you know what, fuck you, MFF. And, uh, yeah, just, like, a lot just... of people, a lot of people will still go out of tradition. A lot of people will, I mean, I can say this, I am glad for people supporting them to sell at MFF. Because, like, a lot of furry artists do, like, make living wages off of going to conventions. That's, like, where they make their money. So I definitely support that, but at the same time, like, you know, this is bullshit, and I'm happy people aren't going because of it. You have all these, like, talented people and, like, these actual people who would love to enjoy a fur con, but they're, they're discriminated against. Like, it's, it's what it is. It's, it's exactly what it is. It's medical segregation. Yeah. Like, like, you, cannot, you cannot attend our our lovely, beautiful, largest con in the world because you're a filthy, unvaccinated vermin is essentially what MFF is saying. Yeah, and definitely. Like, even Kenny Fox, who has like a medical 
who has a whole like medical thing going on to where he can't take the boosters. Um, like even MFF was like, you know what, fuck you. Uh, we're not gonna let you in because you're not because you're not like quadruple boosted or whatever the fuck. Even though he has like a note from his doctor, like his actual doctor is saying that like if he were to get the vax or the vaccine booster or whatever the fuck, that he would die. And MFF yeah. was like, oh well, see you next year. Yeah, and then like I we talked about this in an earlier episode, but this is the same fucking convention that has fucking free HIV testing, which is yeah. arguably no, I think inarguably more deadly than COVID. And they're mm-hmm. just you engage in activity that might freely spread HIV, but they're like, oh, but you can go check if you have it. Ooh. I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, these people. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna hold off from what I'm gonna say because I don't I don't I think what I have to say would probably get me taken off air from Spotify. So that's I'm how gonna, you know it's leave, I'm gonna leave some of those thoughts in my head. Yeah. Fuck, right, this this whole MFF thing is extremely um it's very infuriating. Yeah. Which is like, oh, I'm sure glad I sure am glad that you all got to go to your con and gave up your rights just so you could go and go to a Midwest fuckfest. Pretty much. I will thing though, those like a uh, color communication badges. I kind of like it, but at the same time, like, if you don't want to be on the con floor, I feel like you should have the ability to just leave, as opposed to, like, holding up a sign that says, don't talk to me right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, MFF, or Zooptoon also said something about, um... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Busy Mouse and Zooptoon were both on about this. Um, this is, this comes from the Dealer's Den announcements. Uh, As a reminder to all our dealers, display and sale of copyrighted characters is not allowed. So, any of you that were that had a Nick Wilde merch um, can go fuck yourselves, essentially, according to MFF. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of a complicated issue for me. Like, I can see why they would do it because obviously they're like a smaller organization and they don't want to get in a fucking lawsuit with fucking Disney. They're not really a small organization, though. I mean, they make like well compared to Disney. You know, yeah, I mean, compared to Disney, it's like, but at the same time, like our fandom was like, we've been like, we've been putting like our own like spin on, on copyrighted characters since our inception. Yeah. I mean, like, fucking look at Lion King, look at Zootopia, look at literally any like media that furries like drool over. It's all I- copyrighted characters. I feel like that's this to me. This is kind of just like it kind of sucks all around situation. Yeah. You know, obviously people would make money off of using Disney characters. It would appeal to a wide audience. People love the Disney furry characters. Mm-hmm. Same time, you know, they don't want to risk getting into trouble with the Disney Corporation because you know Disney in this day and age. Yeah, is- they're they're very sue happy. Yeah, anybody they're gonna get pissed if anybody's making money off of their characters and they're not getting a cut of it. But like I mean there's just really no easy there. And that brings that brings up another question. Like, as I know um there are some people who would cosplay as Nick Wilde. Like, can you even do that now? Um I don't I think that would be allowed because that would be more of like if you say like if you made a Nick Wilde fursuit, that's more of like a yeah. personal project. You're not making yeah. it money off of it 
I think that I would be. And MFS is just a really, really like shitty con run by really shitty people. So. Yeah, but like I think when I think what needs to be done is, um, I would love to see a uh, I would love to see Zooptune or somebody in uh, Zoop's group uh, create essentially a con that has no vaccine mandate and is not led by Peace Wolf or uh, just a, it's just a drama politics free con. I would love that. Yeah. I mean, from what I've seen, I feel like Megaplex is kind of close to that, which I do appreciate seeing as it's the con most ex- mm-hmm. accessible to me. Yeah. But these conventions are just like, they just bow to COVID mandates and, you know, this coordination. Even, which- like, even, even after the COVID mandates were lifted, they still didn't like get rid of their COVID mandates because they're like, ooh, you be safe. And then when you protect you, you freeze. And I'm like, no, you just want a virtue signal at this point. Yeah, I mean, all it's appealing to is like fucking Canadians who can't even go to these conventions anyway. Man, it, speaking of Canadians, I'm like, I, don't, I actually don't have any articles of, on Canada, but I know there's there's some shit going down in Canada. And um, actually, there is some shit going down in China too right now. Really? Have you heard about the uh, the anti lockdown protests that are going on in China? I mean, haven't those kind of been going on for like a while now? Is it kind of just getting more publicity? Well, I think they're like they're kind of revving it up again. But like, you, there's there's been actual videos of like Chinese citizens like beating the shit out of these um the the motherfuckers the the Chinese CCP agents in the fucking full white Tyvek suits. And like they're actually like getting into like full on clashes in the um, in the streets and whatnot, because like China has been completely totalitarian totalitarian when it comes to COVID, and I know like yeah. a lot of people in America were like shockingly like fond of this, but like they China was literally like locking people in their homes or like killing dogs in the streets because they thought they had COVID, and like. They they were locking people in their homes, like like there were there was one case where um the CCP agents had like welded somebody's door shut and um like that whole apartment complex, like twenty people died in a fire because they were locked in there because of COVID regulation. Yeah, I mean this is go- kind of going back on what we were talking about earlier. This is kind of like definitely a situation where organizations like antifa are necessary because that's like more actual like fascist behavior from the government and law enforcement except they applaud antifa applauds that kind of shit they love seeing ccp like beat the fuck out of people who uh, who may or may not have covid they love yeah like the whole like no you were the furthest fucking thing from an anarchist yeah anybody who's like supporting anyone that anyone that simps for the chinese communist party the ccp is in my definition they are akin to satan they're definitely not the smartest because just i mean yeah basically what i kind of what i said earlier you know like this is actually where the people need to take action against the government because it's just simply not right. 
I mean, they're they're out there. Like, I remember there was a there was a video that circulated a couple months ago. I think it was at like some Chinese airport or whatever the fuck. And mm-hmm. um, it was like they had the actual like CCP agents in their white Tyvek suits, and they were armed. They they had like two forty Bravo machine guns, and they were like they had them pointed at the crowd, and you can hear people saying like, "What are you gonna do? Shoot us all?" And you know damn well they would have. Yeah. But like that was that was the only thing I heard about that. So like that may have been like completely covered up. That may have just fizzled out. I don't know. I never heard what became of it afterwards. Less likely. I mean I don't know, China kind of scares me to be honest. Well, what scares me is that th- is that there's actually Americans that think that the Chinese COVID policy is the way to go. Like that terrifies me more than actually like what China's doing. Oh, people, absolutely. People in America will simp for that kind of totalitarian state. Yeah. It's, it's not always Antifa, but a lot of the times it is people like Antifa. But I, there was a poll that was released sometime earlier this year. It was like uh, a majority of Americans support like severe uh, penalties or punishments for people that deny uh, that even like um, deny uh, the safety of the uh, of the vaccine or like deny the uh, the vaccine efficacy. Oh, of course, like, I think it was like 59 percent of people like su- that were polled supported um, punishing people and like jailing people for. Um, for denying the um, for denying the jab, and it's yeah, just like, like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, holy fuck, man! I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but like, I just kind of remembering how vitriolic people used to be about it when, like, I mean, you know, just like the most neutral perspective possible. That's just simply not how vaccines are made. Yeah. I mean, even even like with all this information coming out that the vaccines are essentially useless and like that it I shouldn't say it surprises me, but it like it infuriates me that some people are like still requiring it, even though we have like definitive proof from like not even just a political standpoint, but just like the actual like scientific standpoint that they don't do a goddamn thing other than like possibly give you um, heart problems or blood clots. And yeah. um, actually, Lifty actually sent me something uh, yesterday that was um, that had to do with MFF and the vaccine. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, so, um, so this comes from a tweet from Furfest, and he's like, "Stop by our charity table in the dealer's den to enter a raffle for a full fursuit. This suit is being raffled in memory of Pup Rex, a generous and well-loved member of our community. Tickets are $20 each, and the winner is announced 11 a.m. Sunday at the charity auction. So, Lifty said, here's what disturbs me the most. So, uh, Rex, uh, sorry, Pup Rex, or Brian, it says, uh, it says um, at the very last paragraph here, he says, uh, in short, he was a ball of light taken to... Uh, he was a ball of light too rarely seen in this world and taken from us too soon on August 10th of this year due to complications from a rare form of blood clot. Hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty sus. Yeah, died to died due to complications from a rare form of blood clot. A blood clot. Does that sound familiar at all? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's weird. A lot of more people dying from this supposedly rare blood clot. Mm, gee, I wonder what it could be. Yeah, I mean that's kind of. Who knows? It's it's just a mystery. It's kind of like especially like dark, considering they require the booster to be there. But yeah, um, Lifty said, "I don't, I don't particularly know the specifics on this guy, but I'm concerned when people are dying of blood clots because there's a lot more of people dying of supposed quote unquote rare blood clots now that they're now more than ever." And I'm concerned, he's like, he says, I'm convinced that this dude died because of the COVID shots, and now MFF is raffling off his fursuit. Oh, they're raffling off his fursuit, they're not like, okay, I thought that they were like, you know, it was like a raffle for like someone to make you a suit. No, like they're raffling off their dead attendees fursuit. That's just so fucked. I hope he gave consent to this. I don't think he did, considering he died. Well, you know, like, you know, like, as he was dying, he kind of, you know, gave them the okay to do it is kind of what I meant. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry, but if I, if I were to die today and, um, like, in any con, what in my fursuit, like, no, bitch, bury me, bury me in that fursuit. Nobody's getting that shit. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, um. I'm. I'm. Con- he says I'm convinced this dude died because of the COVID shots, and now MFF is raffling off his first suit. I said the gall. He says, "Yeah, this is disgusting." I would have thought nothing much of this at all if I didn't open the tweet to have a look. But that bit of him dying of a blood clot fired off a lot of warning signals. Like he says, this is going to lead me down a very deep rabbit hole this weekend. Yeah, definitely. That's. I didn't. I didn't like MFF. I just hope they stay somewhere that somebody gave them the okay, like a family member, like a really close family member or like a partner gave them the okay to give away his fursuit. You know, maybe they just didn't want it because it reminded them too much of him. But like at the same time, you know, that's just, I don't know. I feel like that should stay with the family. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, but if I were to die and, like, any con tries to, like, raffle off my fursuit, I'm going and haunting that fucking con. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I did not give y'all permission to raffle off my fursuit. I'm gonna go and, like, slam some fucking doors and make y'all scared and shit. What was this guy called? Pup Rex? Yeah, Pup Rex. Even though his fursuit was, like, a minotaur thing, I don't... Yeah, his like fursuit was like a bull or a minotaur thing. I see. It's like really, really cute suit, but at the same time, it's just like I don't think he gave permission to have his suit raffled off to somebody who's probably just going to masturbate in it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that at all. (laughs) But I don't like it. Jesus. Um, let's see. Did we have any other news? Or was it just kind of Kanye and MFF? Um. Oh, um. Oh, this comes from uh, 
Furry Drama News Center by Lynn. Yeah. Uh, Midwest Fur Fest demands suitors not suit up in the hotel night before conventions. Uh, night before convention, possibly due to hotel complaints. Um, from and, what I saw from that, they've been doing that for years, so I feel like that's not really newsworthy. Yeah, and like I, I think that's just kind of like SOP at like a lot of these cons. It's like, hey, don't like, don't start the partying before the party begins, kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like that's just something that they've been doing for years, and probably like one or two new con goers saw it and tried to twist it as like furry phobia or something. Yeah, that that's that's another fucking bullshit thing that I keep seeing. It's like. Like to a, to a lot of furries, actually, I I don't even know if it's a lot. But like, to some furries, like um, if you like stay, if you say, "Oh, I don't like furries," like they'll take that as like, "Oh, that's internalized homophobia because the fandom is queer or some shit." <laughs> like, I can't hate furries, and like, like I don't, I didn't think all furries were gay. I'm like, okay. Like that's just that's just fucking silly. This is like, oh, you hate furries, you must hate gay people too. I'm like, no, I just hate you weird people who go and fuck each other in the animal costumes right at, right at the hotel window so that everybody can see. Or the motherfuckers that'll come on pizza and leave it out in the in the hallway. Which also happened again this year at MFF. I feel like that was done as a joke, that pizza thing in particular. I don't know. It was just a picture of like somebody had left a pizza box out there. I don't know if there was an actual pizza on there. I really don't. I'm pretty sure that was just a joke. Because if it wasn't a joke, someone would have opened it and seen come on the pizza, and you know. Yeah, it was like furries are not the um, furries are not the best behaved. I will say that. Yeah. They they genuinely do not know how to function in a large group. The autism go hard. Very fucking hard. But uh, there was a fursuiter, Kenta. I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah, Kenta kicked out by M- kicked out of MFF by someone looking like a fed up hotel manager. And um, I tried to I tried to actually get. Oh, his son is actually pretty cute. Oh, because I was saying yeah. a lot about like aggressive hotel staff at well, MFF. Well, the thing is, they're trying to claim racism because Kenta happens to be black. Oh, is this the thing I went over? I th- yeah, I think I wrote about this. Yeah, I'm not sure if it'd be racism or not. I feel like the kind of point that's specified is when the dude took off his fursuit head. That's when the staff got more aggressive. And I kind of see them, you know, taking that the wrong way since it was already a heated situation. But overall... Yeah. Just the hotel staff are just fucking mean for no reason. Or maybe they're just jaded. I don't know. Well, at the school, it's just like racial slur Sona. It's just like, oh, so like, oh, what did he do? And somebody just fucking posts some racist bullshit. It's (laughs) like, Okay, I would like to, you know, maybe like see what this guy did or like the actual like full video and like I want to like I want to have an actual convert like intelligent conversation about this, not just oh he's inward uh, just 
Yeah. Like, fucking Christ. Yeah, it's just like, I, I really hate, like, Telegram's comment section. So, like, any, like, comment section you get on Telegram is just full of, like, asshole racists. Yeah, especially with, I don't know, a lot of these chats. It's just, like, people don't want to actually, like, talk about drama. Yeah, it's like, they they just want to, like, spew out the N-word every, like, two seconds. It's just, like, 1488, I'm so weak. Yeah. That's that's not a conversation. That's not an argument. That's just you being a dick. It's like, I I would like to know what this guy did before I, like, pass any judgment on him. Yeah. But yeah, that like this, this Kenta dude could be completely innocent, and, and like you said, it could just be a dickhead. Uh, con, it could, it could just be a dickhead uh, hotel staff. Yeah, from what I saw, they were like standing in front of some elevators, and a con staff told them to move, and then the staff shoved them, and then that's when the dude took his fursuit head off to, because like you know he couldn't hear him. So he took his fursuit head off, he asked what was going on, and then the staff dude just got Yeah. In, in, in Kenta's defense, it is very hard to, like, see or hear anything in a fursuit. Yeah, so... I think it was... I don't, I don't know if it was racially motivated, but, you know, it may have also been the fact that Kenta made it racially, motiva- racially motivated... It may have I been. I don't know the whole details of the story because nobody's willing to actually like give an actual conversation about it. So I don't know. And I mean, the fact that it was a very tense situation to begin with, one can easily make those connections. Like, why would this person treat me badly? Oh, this person was white. I was black. Maybe they were racist. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously racism. You know, if there's two different races getting in an argument, it's obviously racism. Couldn't be anything I mean, else. When you're, like, tense and already upset, it's reasonable to make a connection like that. Yeah, and, like, I know a lot of furries will just go and, like, they'll look for, like, shit to make themselves out to be a victim just so they can get sympathy from their fucking weird friends. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I've found that a lot in, like, predominantly, like, leftist people. Like, they they love to make... They love to make themselves out to be a victim, and like they love to, they love to. Um, I, I don't know. They they like to make themselves out to be a victim of like anything and everything as as much as they can. Like even my buddy Chris, um, this is going back a few weeks, but we were at the um, we were at the uh, the Wild West Brew Fest out in Katy or whatnot, and um, mm-hmm. I got a little too drunk, and um, I ended up leaving there um with a bag full of vomit and um so like as chris is trying to like help me like walk out into the car and like just get a breather uh he's got like his arm around like my shoulder trying to like hold me up like fireman carry kind of shit and um supposedly like i didn't hear him but like there was this one guy who was like staring at us like really angrily and uh, i didn't hear at i didn't hear him at all and he's like he apparently was like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. And Chris wanted to take it as like, oh, he's being homophobic or whatever the fuck. And I, I, I would like to think that I was just, that it was me, that I was ruining his vibe by like throwing up all over the place. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I was like, oh, he was being homophobic and we experienced homophobia. And I'm like, I don't think that dude knew that either of us were gay 
much like, yeah it's like i'm i'm not i don't carry anything around me that like screams gay like i don't have like i don't have a single like rainbow thing in my possession just i just yeah. i just find it ugly but like he he was like, oh, it's homophobia. We're being discriminated against. I'm like, could it also be the fact that I just kind of like threw up and like now I smell like vomit? Like, like yeah, that could, also, that could also be a thing. And there's like, I a lot of these people like today like like to be a victim of of something. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just a very black and white view of the world. Yeah, it's just like. Mm. What else to say on it? Uh, fuck. We didn't really have a whole lot of things. Uh, did you want to go over that um, that link you sent in the higher memo chat? Oh, so um, I mean, this is just something in the Zoop chat I saw, which you know always intrigues me. But um, shoot, where'd it go? Am I blind? Hold on one second. There it is. Yeah, so um, obesity rates are up 30% in the last 20 years, even though total caloric consumption hasn't changed. Basically, what this tells me is that people aren't fucking, you know, getting out of bed. Let me just Guilty. see. Yeah, so this person is, this is like, this is a freaking trad account, a return to tradition account. He's saying poisoning oh, our metabolism. I think it's mostly just people don't fucking move. Yeah, it's just like, you know, what's really weird is, um, like, I'll get around, like, maybe 10,000 steps a day, and if it's a good day, on my uh, Fitbit. But one, nice. of the things, but one of the things um, that Fitbit says is, like, it'll give you, like, statistics and whatnot. And mm-hmm. it's like, the average American only gets in, like, 3,000 steps. How many steps did I get today? I actually got a Fitbit for my birthday, so. Oh, really? Yeah. What kind is it? Is it like a Versa or? Let me check real quick. Yeah, Versa 4. Oh, wait, there's four of them? I guess so. Holy shit. I thought there was only two. I guess they made more. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I... I've, I've got my Versa 2, and it's like it gave me some like descriptions. Like the average American only gets in like 3,000 steps, and you're like three times better than the average American when it comes to steps. And it's like, that's kind of fucking sad. Because like 3,000 steps, that's like nothing. That's like, you walked around the house for like 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck are Americans doing that they like don't fucking move all day? And they get these like freaking office and work from home jobs where like they can just sit at their desks all day. That's... Like, I think, yeah, I do think that that actually, like, plays a big role in that. Because, like, this whole, like, work-from-home shit. And, like, we're going to make our lives so much more convenient. And, oh, look, it's, I don't have to go anywhere. And I don't have to go pick up anything. I can just do it all online. I'm like, okay, but at the same time, like, you're, you're sacrificing your health for convenience. Yeah. And uh, it was the same... Like sacrificing health for convenience, I think that's a a big thing that happens in America. I'm like, even with, even with the uh, the vaccine too, because like a lot of people, or like just got the vaccine because um because it was required by a con or something, 
or they would get a fucking free donut, God forbid. Mm-hmm, yeah. This is like, Jesus Christ, like, you people, like, I, I don't know. What, what, was, what was your reasoning for taking it? Like, uh, were you... I mean, the main reason I took it was because I wanted to, like, see a friend out in Alabama, and her parents were, like, pretty old, and one of them was really sick. Mm. I just got, like, the two initial doses, also just because, like, it was a lot more, like, commonplace at the time, at least from my perspective. I wasn't Lee red-pilled back then. Uh, speaking of um, Jab, before I actually forget about it, because I didn't actually, like, send a... Um... I didn't actually send a link to it, but, uh, fuck, what the fuck was I just thinking about? I just lost my train of thought. Fucking weed. Uh, shit. Oh, the Balenciaga shit. The whole Balenciaga, Balenciaga debacle. But, um, would you, do you know anything about that or? Uh, from what I've seen, if I'm remembering correctly, they kind of put out some advertisements that had, like, you know, some uncomfortable-looking pictures of young children, and they actually had, like, in these images, like, cropped articles about, like, um... Yeah, uh, it was, um... It was, like, child sexual exploitation or, like, um... Yeah, it was, like, like a... Or, like, internet CP regulations or whatever the fuck. It was was some Supreme... Some Supreme... Some Supreme Court decision that was, Yeah, but, uh, like... Still, why would you include it in something like that? It just makes me feel disgusting. I don't like that at all. And not e- not even just that, but like, look at the fucking teddy bears. Like, they're all dressed in bondage gear. Oh yeah, that too. I forgot about that. It's just like they're they're not even like really trying to hide it anymore. I, yeah, I that's think. Like, yeah. It's like they're rubbing it in your face almost. It's just horrible. yeah. And uh, Balenciaga issued like a half-assed apology and deleted all their social media. Huh. And um, I, and that was kind of like going back to the Kanye thing because he wore a Balenciaga mask on the Alex Jones show, and was like, was he trying to make a point with that? But at the same time, like I've heard people saying like he's had that mask since like 2012 or whatever the fuck. Could be, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I would I would love to get in Kanye's head and just see what the fuck is going on with that man. But at the same Definitely. time, it's just like I, <laughs> I don't know if that's a Pandora's box that I want to open. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad all around. But like, um, the whole Balenciaga shit was just atrocious. Like they Definitely. were, they're, they're clearly trying to sexualize kids at this point, and I'm not okay with it in the least bit. Yeah, nobody should be. But, you know, it's weird. It's like you haven't heard a single fucking peep about Balenciaga from any of these celebrities. Yeah, because celebrities are horrible people. Because they're all complicit in it. Because a lot of them are probably the same ones that go to... Uh, to... What was it, Little St. John's? Lowly there's a, there's a big theory that the Balenciaga um, art director or whatever the fuck her name is uh, was one of the frequent visitors to Epstein's Island. And yeah. Like, oh shit! Why is this getting hot? What the fuck? Oh, that's weird. Like my my phone was getting hot for some reason. 
And it's probably just because you had it on for a while. Hmm. What time is it? Have we... I mean, we've been going for, like, almost an hour and a half. And, I mean, we didn't have too much to cover. But, so, I mean, like, did you just want to... Uh, I think there may be a, like one or two more things I wanted to uh, to look into. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can actually find them. Um, well, there's some live leak shit I could cover. Oh boy, what's that? Oh. Um. So this happened in this happened in Seattle, Washington. In, uh, in an airport the other day, a man was arrested after throwing up a, uh, a Hail Hitler salute and screaming of a race war. I'm not going to play that on here for obvious reasons, but... What yeah. city you said? Seattle? That was uh, SeaTac Airport. Where? It was like, it was, uh, it's like halfway between Seattle and Tacoma. It was, like, it was the airport I used to fly into to get into, uh, to go into Washington. Ah. Uh. It's a great airport. I actually, it's like, it's like I have a weird fascination with like airports and hotels and shit. Oh no, they're ni- they're definitely nice. So I definitely get that. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh, I hate hotels. I hate flying. I'm like, I actually look forward to going to to these um airports. It's like I just like, I don't know, just something about like the vibe of them or like the architecture or whatever. I just I love it. It's just very like interesting to me. It's like yeah. this. Almost like kind of like a sense of nostalgia or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I've, I have a weird thing for like hotels and like 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 hotels especially because like I love like seeing like how each room is like um, designed and whatnot and like seeing the actual like interior like architecture of the hotel because it's like it's 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 almost like a church like they're they're meant to be like very appealing to the eye. A lot of these hotels like. Um, yeah. Like, um, even wrote like um, there's a skunk I follow. I'm actually I'm not sure if he's a skunk or a rat, but um, Rose Rose Fix, Rose Fix. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, yeah, the the rat guy with the clown sona. But um, you know, like he's really into like hotels and like liminal spaces and shit. And I just I just find like the concept of like liminal spaces and hotels like very fascinating. I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like very I like relaxed, being very relaxing. I, I don't I don't know what it is about it. I just can't I can't really like describe it. It's just they just look cool, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude's shouting, you know, HH in a airport near Seattle. That's not the most shocking thing in the world. Holy shit, there was another school shooting, this time in Brazil. Oh. School shooting in Aracruz, Brazil. Two teachers and a 12-year-old student dead and five more victims in serious condition. The shooter was arrested. His dad, an officer, surrendered his own son. Fuck. Yeah. Like this just goes to show like this this like shooting thing, it's not just an American thing. Like it, it happens in like a lot of these other places too, but it, like since we're living in the country that probably has the most per capita like mass shootings, like we tend to see 
our our country a lot more get just devastated by these things. Yeah, and it's just, you know, we kind of had the quote-unquote iconography of the uh, Columbine shooting that people just associate that with America. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, so going back to the whole, like, um, revolution in China thing. Uh, protests against restrictions are growing in China. Residents are destroying PCR test booths uh, tonight in Lanzhou. Oh. Yeah, they're like, like they're out full force in in the streets, like destroying all these like COVID, like the uh, the CCP like um, monitors and whatnot, like the cameras and shit they'll have up on those poles. Like, yeah, people are like destroying those and destroying like the uh, the PCR test booth. And I'm like, I love to see it. I would love to see that kind of shit in America. Yeah, not the the PCR test booth or anything, but like the destroying of like the COVID tyranny. I would love to see that more in America. Definitely, yeah. Like, libertarians, take note. This is how you do a boog. Yes. Not like sitting around shit posting memes. Although it mm-hmm. is fun, but like you have to actually occasionally like get off your ass and like do something. As I say to everyone else, do work, work, do things. Oh shit! Oh, I'm gonna send you this. Like this crane operator crashes. I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to the higher mammal. Things go bad for this crane operator. One minute you're working, the next minute you're crushed. And he's like, he has this like tower of something. I don't fucking know what it is, but he's like got it on the end of his crane. Yeah, and, I'm looking uh, at it. It just holy shit. The dude like actually managed it to like jump out of the cab though, and then is promptly crushed by the actual truck i didn't even see that fuck oof ow jesus yeah that's probably a very shittily made crane or the dude just didn't know what he was doing wow fuck here's another thing about here's another video about philly it's like every time i see news about philly it's always some it's always some random shooting going on. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, caught on video. Gunman fires 13 shots outside Corner Market in Philly. It happened just before 9 a.m. Yeah, this is in broad fucking daylight, too. I love Yeah, but just, just before 9 a.m. on the 5500 block of Market Street, video released by police shows an armed suspect firing 13 gunshots while approaching a man standing outside a Corner Market. The victim was hit twice and taken to the hospital in stable condition. <laughs> Police are still searching for the suspect who was able to get away. Fuck, man. Yeah, just. Oh, shit. Shit's dark. I don't yeah. like Jesus. I don't like where they're going. I'm trying to find more shit about the um, the China thing. Uh, oh, here's one. Police watch protesters in Shanghai on Saturday demonstrating against China's restrictive, uh, restrictive COVID policies. Police are using force against lockdown protests in China, similar to authorities in some Western countries in the past, i.e. Australia. Ooh. Yeah, just like that was such a wild fucking thing. Like, I never thought Australia would be the one to, um, to implement the Chinese style, like, 
COVID totalitarianism. Like that just kind of took me by surprise. I figured yeah. it would be I figured it would be someplace like I don't know, like Pakistan or France or, or England. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fuck man. It's like why why can't we have this kind of why we need this kind of like anger in our in our society against COVID. It's like people it's like I I don't advocate for violence against innocent people. However, if they are um if they are these kind of like COVID tyrants, people in the government mainly, but um if it's like people like this and these China style um totalitarian regimes, like I think it is absolutely morally correct to to disobey them. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! But we we're probably at like an hour and forty five now. Yeah, pretty much around that. Yeah. When did we start? Like ten oh seven. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just under two hours now. Well, I think that's really, I think that's really it for as far as news. Did you want to add anything? No, I think we went over a good amount this episode. Yeah, it felt kind of short, honestly. It might have just been because it's just the two of us, so we could easily just bounce off of each other. Yeah, I f- I feel like we're whenever we have just the two of us in here, it like it feels like really short. You know, I feel like every once in a while, just be the two of us, and then but more often we get other people on. Yeah, I would love I would love to get um Zooptoon on, but I don't know if I think he's just a bit shy for that i don't know yeah yeah i would love to get i would love to get cats on too cats and conf oh yeah definitely i feel like he'd be open and reached out too oh yeah i'm not sure how busy he is but yeah like him still being in the uh in the military like i know they they um like you can just be called out at like any fucking time, because like yeah, the, the schedule there like they said it's supposed to be like a nine to five job. That's kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's more like whenever your CO needs you is when you're gonna be out and about. Yep. Yep. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I keep seeing this um this AI thing that everybody keeps doing on Twitter. It's like makes. Uh, any picture into like an anime thing I mean I just saw something this morning that they kind of get commercial rights to whatever picture you throw in there so I would recommend really? you- yeah it also looks to be in Chinese so I don't I don't exactly trust it I checked out the website I threw some pictures of my persona in there it turned him into a fucked up dog <laughs> that was funny <laughs> yeah but yeah don't throw pictures of your face in there yeah I don't like I'm not really like super into anime or anything, but like it does look interesting. But at the same time, I see a bunch of like Chinese text at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it's all in Chinese. Bottom, which Mutter, who's like being um, interviewed in the um, in the hospital gown. You know that. Yeah, him. Yeah, Nicholas Cruz. Somebody made the somebody put the AI prompt through that. Yeah, <laughs> and like he disappeared oh and just turned 
Blankets. Yeah, he just turned into a bunch of blankets and shit. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, do you remember the, the movie Hoodwinked? Yep. Hoodwinked, yeah. I had no idea. Um, I had no idea uh, Exhibit was uh, was one of the guys who played in there. It was like, that whole movie was a fucking fever dream. Yeah. It's like, do you do you remember any like other weird like movies that you would watch as like that were kind of like furry related? Uh, like, like Over the Hedge was my big one. Like nobody ever seems to remember Over the Hedge. That's a great movie, but uh, I Don- love that movie. Rockadoodle is probably Rockadoodle. Oh fuck! I need to watch that. I I know I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude, it's that's the one. That's the one with the uh, the chicken, right? Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're going on like an hour fifty minutes here. Do you want to like drag out? Another- yeah, yeah. What? We just we've kind of just been dragging in shit out for for a while. Yeah. So do yeah. you want to wrap up or what? Yeah. So um. Well, everybody, this has been the Higher Mammal Podcast. I've been your host, Barbecue Skunk, and I've also been your host, Parker Hyena. Thank you for having us today. Um, fuck, I completely forgot my outro thing. <laughs> stay uh, safe, stay free, definitely stay yeah. for this epi- after this episode. Yeah, stay safe, stay free, uh, try not to be a racist dick. Um, yep. I'm just going to add that in there, Kanye. Um, pray for those who do you wrong and um, just try to be more... Um, Gotta be a friendlier person, I guess, because we Friendly, need that. Friendly, understanding world. person. And um, remember that the uh, the solution to wrong think is always right think, never censorship. Yes. Uh, what else? What Love other bullshit points can I put out? Love um, thy neighbor. Oh, so are we going to be doing next week? Um, let me check real or quick. The week um, after. Let me check real, real quick. So December. Um. So I can do. I cannot do the thirty first, the weekend of the thirty first. Mm-hmm. If you could give me next weekend, since I just going to be finishing up my exams, and I kind of want to spend time with Levi after that. So if you oh, can yeah, get yeah. off, I can do the seventeenth and the twenty fourth. Maybe seventeenth. I don't think I will be here on the 24th. I think I'm going to be out like that whole like last week. Oh, I um, understand. Yeah. But, um, like, we're, we're going up to, um, I think it's Arkansas or whatever the fuck for overlanding or camping or whatever the fuck. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not too thrilled about it because I don't want to fucking drive all the way up to fucking Arkansas because fuck that shit. But at the same time, like it's Arkansas and I love like natural beauty and shit. So I don't know if, if I get the chance, I may bring my mic and shit there just for like shits and giggles. Maybe do like a special like Arkansas based episode. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, I can't really make any promises that I will. It's um, all right. Like, yeah. We, I'm pretty... we may be in a place that doesn't have internet. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm pretty open, but I can definitely do the weekend of the 17th. All right. And, all right. Um, well, 
I guess that's it. Yep. Stay safe. Stay free. And stay safe. Stay free. Don't be a dick to people. Uh, stay uh, hydrated, I guess. Yep. Love that. But, uh, we will see y'all next or week after next, I guess, next Saturday. Yep. Yeah, same time as usual. Um, hopefully, I don't wake up late then. Yep. Uh, like I usually do. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, well love y'all. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us. This has been the Higher Mammal Podcast. Um, feel free to follow us on social um, and just give us some feedback because uh, we still have yet to receive any sort of feedback from anyone, negative or positive. Uh, so yeah, send us some feedback because we would like to know what what y'all want, what the listeners want, um, and uh, we just want to get to know y'all better, and um, we want to give y'all the best available podcast we can do. Mm-hmm. So thank y'all for joining us. We will see y'all in two weeks. Yep, love y'all and take care. Love y'all. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you in part by KVXN Vixen Radio based in Marion, Virginia. Anchor and listeners like you. Thank you.